Hey everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Monday, January 8th, 2024. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome everybody. Happy, uh, happy Monday. We're back on a Monday. It's the first Monday of 2024 and we're here live with you on Cruise Control having a great time. It's not hump day, it's Monday, you know, it's still a great day. It's still very nice. I still love it pretty much, you know, I gotta say. And it wouldn't be a Monday, you know, there's a lot of us here. It's gonna be a great night. You can get a lot of great people back. It's been a long time seeing lives people, but also joining me back as always, Always uh, is my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to Cruise Control. How are you doing, Sabrina? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How are you? I'm doing uh, fantabulous, I guess. I'll, I'll say that. Why not? It's Monday. Fantabulous. I like it. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds like something. How, how's your how's your how weekend? Like Good something. stuff. Yeah, you, you conquer a mountain. You, you climb a tree, and did you uh, find some shells in the ocean? What happened? I did none of those things, but mm -hmm. I did put in a very full day at work and then uh, stopped at the store to get stuff to make for the dogs after this is over. So I, I was pr very productive today. That's all I, yeah. I, I, I didn't climb a tree or a mountain and I definitely didn't find any shells by the ocean, but I, sh I should carve out time for all of those activities. You, it has it has to happen eventually. It's a new year, it's a new day, it's gotta happen. It's, come on. 2024, the year of climbing shit, okay? Just so everyone climbing knows. Shit. <laughs> What's up, GR? Good to see you, man. <laughs> Climb some shit. And I'll, you know, and it is Monday. Hi, and it's a new year again. And it wouldn't be a Monday. I'm going to steal this from Sean. It wouldn't be a Monday, everybody. And we didn't have Miss Rachel Blakely back here, the Ooh. queen of Mondays. Rachel, how you doing? Welcome back to Cruise Control. Happy Monday. I'm doing great. Uh, it's not, I'm not Garfield, so I love Mondays. We're doing, we're having a good time here. <laughs> 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 yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good Monday. Have a good weekend. How's, how's life been? It's been going good. It's a little bit chilly uh, with this beautiful winter we're having here, but uh, we're getting through it. We're staying warm. We're having a great time. Nice. <laughs> well, we'll get through it. Winter will be done before you know it. Spring is coming. Spring is coming. But also joining us back here, too. Again, it's been a few weeks. A happy holidays to him. If you haven't checked out, check out IPA Sessions podcast, the man himself. Kicking all the ass in the interviews, having a good time, and just spreading the word about all these different jobs in the entertainment industry and all walks of life. Everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control, Mr. K. Jacob. Jacob, welcome back. Hey. Hi, man. What's going on, man? How's it going? Hey, thanks for having me back. I love being here on Mondays as well. Uh, it's been great. I had a wonderful holiday vacation. I went down to Louisiana to visit my folks, took the kid down there to nice. see Mammy and all them, and had Christmas with the family, and then uh, kicked off my new year with my friends back home. So, Back in LA now, back to work. Uh, it's been great, man. Back to work. It's a good 2024 so far. Everything's starting to move again, right? Shows yeah, are just coming yeah. back. Jobs are coming back. People are getting back to work. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It's been a long time. Getting yeah, shaking uh, off the vacation stuff. Getting back into the groove. Shake it off there, Kay Jacob. Shake it off, get in there, and kick some ass. I know you've been ready. So we've all been talking about this for a long time. Definitely ready. Oh, but yeah. We have one more person. I know you've been with him before on this show before, but he's another great friend of the show. He's been a long-time viewer, long-time friend, and uh, he works as a post-production audio engineer. He's been gone for a minute, but now he's back again, everybody. And you got to say hi to Mr. Brandon Oldsburg. Brandon, welcome back to Cruise Control, man. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'll be with you any day that ends in Y, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love those days in Y. They're great. Aren't they great? Aren't they so great? Yeah. <laughs> How you been since the strike stuff's been ended and done? Has this been good for you i know you've been pretty busy last time i talked to you uh yeah i mean uh keeping busy uh anytime i have off i kind of like try to volunteer i don't like to stay still i'm just kind of in i i, I either if i do i go insane so yeah no i uh anything that uh, anything that comes up i'll definitely say yes to so appreciate it for me yeah 
<laughs> well, it's good. I'm so happy to see you've been busy. I'm happy to hear you've been busy and good and working. Everyone looks great today for a Monday. You know, it's it's. Uh, I know we sometimes go back and forth about Mondays are tough. Mondays are fine. It's a new week. It's great. Pepe, right? Pepe, you're excited about the new week? Can't wait for the weekend. Damn, Peps. Come on, man. It's Monday only. <laughs> it's Monday, man. Calm down. Okay, calm down. Welcome to Cruise Control. Pep start getting it in. I love these people out here. They're passionate about what they do. It's true. Yeah, everybody is. It is, Pep. So thank you for being here. Appreciate yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being here on Cruise Control. As always, again, happy Monday. And uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Of course, the Golden Globes just went down. We're going to definitely get into that, what we think yeah. was good about yeah. all that production. We're going to talk about John the Majors a little bit because some shit went down with him just today. You know, another video came out. He's talking about his side of the story. And there's a lot of stuff he happening. He starts. will not go away. No, he doesn't. He says, I don't think he wants to go away. And that's the whole thing. And of course, he doesn't want to go away. He doesn't want to stop. And he's lost that king money. But we'll talk about all that stuff tonight because, again, it, it wouldn't be another day of the week unless there was a lot of things happening. A lot of things happening. We take all that stuff. We compile into one big montage. We talk about it. It's called Some Breaking News. Come on. All right, the very first thing I'm going to talk about tonight is Minx, everybody, because Minx, 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 Minx is officially, officially, finally canceled. I, I want to say finally, if you're a friend of the show, if you love that show, it must suck tremendously. But we've been talking about this for a few weeks. The writing's been on the wall. It went to stars after Max. It, you know, wasn't doing as well. The audience wasn't picking up. They were hoping for a season three. But once it ended, and the writer's strike, and the actor's strike, and everything else, we heard word it was probably be canceled. It was officially canceled today. So if you were excited about maybe seeing more Minx in your life, you got to go out in Hollywood Boulevard or something to find some Minx. You can't watch it on TV anymore so unfortunately for that but but minx is done and a show if you, you, you did love is coming back is bookie bookie's coming back and of course chuck laurie's show is coming back can i say it chuck laurie his shows always go and they keep going and going and going this is his first time for a show on max and charlie sheen came back for this too which is nuts after the whole two and a half men dilemma that went down they Apparently made up, and he's been on the show. He did the first episode and the last episode, maybe being more. But it's about a veteran bookie who must fight to survive the legalization of sports gambling, increasingly unstable clients, and fast-paced life in Los Angeles. So I think Charlie Sheen knows a lot about all of that. Probably the bookie is. Uh, they got to throw in some Tiger blood too, then it'd be good. But yeah, this sounds like more of a role I think that Gerard Butler would play. But you know, whatever. Gerard Butler's also the news for going back to How to Train Your Dragon. Now he did all three movies in the animated series, and now he's coming into the live-action form. He's be playing the same character. He's playing his father again. Again, moving forward and uh it makes sense like if you can get the same person of course to play this and you know actor like him i would see him coming back no problem but these live action like animated live action comment or movies coming forward like we talked about moana like if you can get those people and they're great in the cartoons why not bring them to the actual live action version they are with gerard butler so good for him he's probably very excited to be coming back uh give him access to a peppy soundboard i, I hey hey peppy is not a soundboard peppy is a person <laughs> peppy is a person and a friend of the show and peppy doesn't like being told he's a soundboard i'm so i'm saying zach right pep star <laughs> come on man come on you can't you I mean, can't do there's that no you know, control you in the definitely star. not a person but there's no, uh, there's I a Oh yeah! It's very true. It's very true. <laughs> but somebody else said, "Yes." <laughs> but you know, Gerard Butler might be going, might be going to this world. But somebody that's actually going to take a step back for a while is Michael Bolton, because Michael Bolton had a brain tumor. This just came out. He had a brain tumor. He found out right before the holidays, and he had to cancel all of his dates for this year. He's stepping away. He's like, "Sorry, guys, I just can't do this." He said, "Just before the holidays, I was discovered that I had a brain tumor, which required immediate surgery. The surgery's done, thanks to an incredible medical team. The surgery was a success." So now he is going to be sitting back. I mean, he's seventy years old. He's going to recoup. 
and hopefully get back to singing about Jack Sparrow out in a ship somewhere in the ocean because that's what I want to hear. But who knows? You know, hopefully he bounces right back and he comes back to work because I love him. He's a great actor. Actor. He's an all right actor. He's a great singer. He's a great singer for sure. He's one of my favorite, but also one of my favorites when I was a kid. And you know, they come and they go and they come and they go is Rage Against the Machine. And now Rage Against the Machine is saying they're officially done for the third time. Third time, everybody. Third time. So if you heard about this they just keep going back and forth about it but the drummer came forward brad wilk and he's one of the original members and he was pretty much like if you if you bought tickets you're expecting to see more tickets for rage against the machine or these tour dates coming back don't expect it to happen anytime soon it's actually at all because he's we're done this officially it and he wishes everybody happiness but unfortunately rage against the machine is done and you know what three times maybe the third time's the charm maybe it really is done but i gotta tell you Somebody who is raging against the machine right now is Christopher Nolan because he's still fighting about the Peloton stuff right now. Peloton oh. Gate is still going, everybody. Have <laughs> you haven't heard about the Peloton Gate? He was out there as Peloton and the instructor. Well, we know who this is now because she came forward and apologized to him. Our name is Jen Sherman. She was like, oh, I just watched this three and a half hour movie of Christopher Nolan's and I hate it. I want my money. I want my time back. I can't get my life back. And she's complaining. And he's working out and hearing this. So then. She later found out that he did hear this, and then she apologized, and she said, hey, you can come to my class, critique me, have a great time. Anytime you want, you'll sit in the front row, and I promise you it'll be an instantly uh, insult-free environment, and um, let me know. I'll take up any time. And Nolan just oh, pretty much cute. said, it's cute. cute. It, yeah, it's, it's cute, but then Nolan says, Nolan says he goes, mm, I might just skip it for a while. But thank you for your concern. And I was oh, like, oh, oh shit. Oh shit. No, no one's hurting from this shit. He's like, I don't want I don't want to hear this. I don't want to be involved with this. I I mean, whatever. I mean it's a it's a fun thing, but it's kind of funny because you know he just been in the limelight right now. He's one best director last night. There's a lot happened with him. I love him as a director, but very famous other director, writer also is Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow might be getting a little bit of slack right now because he's talking about Barbie and he's like, guys, I don't think Barbie should be nominated for what? For best adapted screenplay for a feature film. Now he's saying this is an original film, original piece, original script. It shouldn't be in the adapted category. And his, his, his exact words were, it's insulting to the writers to say they're working off existing material. There's no yep. existing material or story. There was a clear box. So yes, I think he's standing up for the writers too. Yep. But also it's like, I, to me, it's like, I don't understand like, I, I get it material i don't understand how it fell into that category but i feel like he's probably getting some backlash from this because you know people love barbie and honestly be careful what you say about barbie you know it's, it's, it's he's tough. standing up for barbie and he's a genius they can fuck off <laughs> <laughs> hopefully everything the stakes are getting hot already that's right. Getting hot. Sorry, sorry. I'll say my hot take. I apologize. Hot takes are creeping in. Hot takes are creeping in. Another hot take is Cher. She did not get that conservatorship with her with her son. Didn't happen, everybody. So if you heard about that, we talked about that last week oh. for her son Elijah Blue Almond. She said that she needs to step in there. She needs to be representing him, taking care of his money because he's gonna lose everything. While well, the judge said, no, it's not gonna happen. Judge Jessica and I can't pronounce this judge's name. Uzakguai. That's what I'll say. Not not right at all. So it was like no way in LA they're gonna get this. So unfortunately, Cher will not get that conservatorship now she's trying to appeal it but i don't think it's gonna work out we'll see i mean it's so tough right now there. there's always these complaints there's always things happening there's always legalities there's so much like again one of the things i hate talking about we hear every day recently in hollywood is sexual allegation and another thing we talked about with paul, paul abdul last week from the paul abdul was talking about nigel lithgow well it came forward now he's stepping down because of these allegations from so you think you can dance season 18. so he came forward he's not going to be an ep on this anymore he's not going to be a judge on this anymore because of this said he's voluntarily stepping away because he doesn't want the show to suffer with these allegations and of course paul abdul said this and another jane doe came forward and said this so it makes sense he's stepping down of course he's gonna step down this is too much i just think i don't know i mean you know it's too much to be 
trying to be somebody part of this when you know you're going to hurt the product. But it also is too much to me. And this is too much. I didn't see this movie yet, but uh, Saltburn, everybody. Saltburn, everyone's going crazy about Saltburn. But, uh, but here's the thing about this. There's this whole sequence in a cemetery. And this was all improv, apparently. And this whole sequence, now, Barry Kerrigan was supposed to just lay down the, on this grave and like put his finger in the ground like to be like, I love you. That's what I'm gonna do, put my finger in the ground, like I'm, I guess I'm having sex with my finger, whatever. Apparently he said, I'm gonna do a take where I'm gonna uh, just be the character and see what happens. So then he got naked and started fucking the grave with his penis. So that happened. Who is this um, movie? How you know? I mean, last week you're talking about how there's like licking up someone's semen in the bathtub. This week we're talking about him fucking a grave. I don't know what this movie is. I've been hearing people are shocking stuff. Definitely about it, going I, to watch it now. There's I need a to lot go watch happening. Movie. I mean, there's some. Uh, yeah, I like how you specified <laughs> that he was fucking the ground with his penis. I'm just like, saying like, it wasn't. We need to know what he was it using. It wasn't his finger. It wasn't it his finger. All the facts. No, no. News about the facts to bring. That's about the facts. It's about the facts. Right. And the facts. The facts. <laughs> you couldn't have lived without that information. <laughs> I know, but his co-star too, Jacob Alladori, is also going to be starring in the new Frankenstein movie for Guillermo del Toro. It was supposed to be Andrew Garfield attached to that. Now Andrew Garfield can't do it because of all the writer's strike and everything went down. The actor's strike. He has different commitments. He can't do it. So we got Jacob coming in from Saltburn, who got his grave fucked by, you know, Joker. So that's a lot of breaking news, everybody. A lot of breaking news, I got to say. So uh, it's, 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 it's a lot going on. But I think this is the first time Brandon's been here for the new hot take section, I think, right? I, I, have you seen them? Have you seen yeah, them? Oh yeah, of course. So I'm excited to see what you're gonna do with this, but I'm excited for all your all your hot takes. One of my fun, funnest times of the show. It's just a lot of fun. So this is that time, everybody. If you've never been here before, it's that time we put a minute on the clock, and everyone gets to break down all of the breaking news and what we like to call everybody their hot takes. Come on, let's get it. Takes everybody. So hot takes is that time where I put a minute in the clock, and all the breaking news has to be broken down in one minute for all of our guests and our fabulous co-hosts here to give their hot takes for all the breaking news in a minute. If they don't, the bomb goes off. Their time is done, and they can't talk about anything else. If it was Friday, I'd say drink. If it's Monday, that's up to you to judge to say who does the best job, who failed, who didn't, and who wins hot takes today. So it's time for them hot takes. I'm very excited about it. And as always, as we've been doing, Sabrina, as a yes. co-host, who do you think should go? for the hot takes because again i'm gonna i'm gonna pawn this off to you and see what you think you can go first yourself or you can, you can give it to somebody else um okay jacob whoop, whoop. let's do it <laughs> you feeling good about this i'm good let's do it uh, oh he couldn't right. wait he I'm... was so eager he gotta go yeah that's why he was talking out of turn now you go all right i'm going <laughs> <laughs> all right cue up the clock everybody put a minute in the clock here we go jacob's hot takes hey jacob's hot takes in three two one all right, the Minx, I have not seen it, so uh, I don't really care, but it sucks for the fans. Bookie, again, never heard of it, but you know the rules when it comes to Chuck Lorre. Eight seasons at the least. Uh, Gerard Butler, he just seems like a fun guy. I'm sure he's going to be awesome in the live action as well for How to Train Your Dragon. And I love those animated movies. Uh, Michael Bolton, he said he had a brain tumor, but he lied. Um, weird reference for you guys. <laughs> no Michael Bolton. Uh, Rage Against Machine, I got to see them in 2007 when they got back after their first 10-year breakup. Uh, so maybe I could see them in 2027 after their second 20-year breakup. Uh, Christopher Nolan, I don't give a shit. Uh, but, you know, hey, he won a Golden Globe but Peloton did not give him their vote. Judd Apatow is a fucking genius, and uh, I like what he said about Barbie because he's correct. Barbie does not deserve best adaptive screenplay. They deserve best screenplay. Uh, Cher denied. I thought she was dead. No offense to any Cher fans out there. Nigel, go fuck yourself. Uh, Saltburn, you know, whatever gets you off, I'm here for it. And Jacob just sounds like a... Oh, he got it 
Hey, everybody, give me that fucking problem circumstance, give me the lights. And of course we can't hear, but I know you guys can hear and Kate, how do you feel? I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> I, I'm really glad I got to go before Sabrina, the hot take queen. Uh so I feel good about this one. I feel really good about this one. I I thought I thought that was that was pretty solid. I will say it's pretty yeah. solid. I think I think you should feel good about that. A 90s because... reference to Michael Bolton. I don't even know if anyone got that. I did some horrible singing. You know, my voice is it. a little verklempt right now due to the weather. So it is what it is. Mm. <clears throat> Great hot takes for the people out there in the side. Nice pull chilly, the 70 degrees in LA right now. Yes, but I left Louisiana when it was like a cold 32. No, and I came back to this. My, my body's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful being back. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, uh, I mean, Sabrina. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sabrina, who's going next? What do you think? Uh, I would just like to say that it is 51 degrees currently in Los Angeles, so it's not a nice, cool 70. It's actually a little, little bit of a, a bite to the air. Oh, you might need a sweater. Oh, no. Can you believe that? Yeah, not me. I'm like menopausing. I don't need any sweaters. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm wandering around in tank tops, no matter which degree it is, honestly. Um, um, I guess uh, let's do Rachel next. All right, Rachel. Rachel's going next to the hot takes. Come on, Queen of Mondays. Can she take on the Queen of Hot Takes? I'm I'm here for it. That's that's the question right now. Rachel, how you feel about that? Oof, Jesus, I I got this. Let's go. Yeah, it's 22 degrees. It's freezing today. It'll be three degrees next Monday. Three, three degrees. All right, here we go, Rachel. I'm putting the clock up. Hot takes in three, two, one. Hot takes. All right, Minks, didn't watch it. Um, I do like that it looks like more of a period piece. I like period pieces, so I might actually check it out. Um, Bookie, didn't watch it, don't have an interest in it. Gerard Butler, uh, I don't see a How to Train Your Dragon live action movie really being necessary, so cool, I guess. Um, Rage Against the Machine breaking up. Um, They raged against each other, I guess. Michael Bolton having a tumor. That's a bummer. He's really funny. I think he's really come into his own in the last few years as a comedian. Um, Nolan being made fun of on the Peloton. My favorite thing to ever happen. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> Judd Apatow is completely correct about Barbie. It deserves best original, not best adapted. Uh, Cher denied conservatorship. Um, I think they're going to be tightening on those since the Britney thing. Um, that guy exiting Dante with the Stars. Bye. Um, Saltburn, I need to watch that movie. And uh, Jacob Lori playing uh, Frankenstein. Cool. I think he'll do a good job. Six, five. Still got time, God. Still got time. Wait, I'm still going to go. But you know what? Rachel made it. She made it. She made it, everybody. Uh... <laughs> give, her the, give her the you know, why not? You know, some fireworks in the background, all of this stuff, make it happen. I know I can't see it. I know you can see it. It's just funny. Hey, everybody, how, how's it feel, Rachel? You feeling good? Feeling good, feeling confident, feeling strong. Um, it was a manageable amount of uh, takes this time instead of a good old 20 like you usually like to give us. <laughs> yeah, I saw that last time. That was insane. Yeah. I tried to make it better. I tried to make it better. You know, I tried. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> it's sometimes it's very tough. We don't have time to do 20. I, I right. know it's very true. That's that's also why I was like, I'm gonna calm down for a second on the hot take stuff. It's a lot, but it's, it's still fun. It's still fun. So <laughs> busy news. It's busy news. Sabrina, do you want to go last, or I mean, you want Brandon to go last? No, what I'm, are you I'm definitely going last. Brandon's going next. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. First time, first time doing the hot takes. No pressure. Hey, it's all good. No pressure. Yeah, 
and live I think, depression. Live. Yeah, I, I believe it. Now, I mean, so there's a lot of people have made it all the time. Mike Casey's one. He's trying really hard. One day he will. We don't. We don't give him too much shit for it. So you got this. I believe we in love you. Mike, he's fucked up. Find <laughs> the show. Ancient shows get mad at us. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave Mike alone. Right. I love Mike. Here we go. Brandon, you're it's not hard being trapped in the trunk of a car. Yeah, yeah but, he, but he likes it. My, okay. But he likes it. It takes him three, two, one. It takes. All right. So, yeah. Uh, Minx, if you're going back and forth between studios, you should you done. I didn't watch it, though. Uh, must be a reason why three people haven't watched it. But Brookie, great. Uh, hope it's good. Uh, Gerard Butler, fantastic person. I met him. He's a super great dude. He's going to do great. And live actions are going pretty strong now. Um, Michael Bolton, uh, I, I hope that I hope that takes care of and, and surgery or something happens. Uh, but yeah, uh, Rage Against the Machine, third time's a charm. Get the hell out. Uh, and uh, Christopher, no- uh, Christopher Nolan, fuck off. Uh, Judd Apatow, don't touch, don't touch Barbie. Uh, share kind of yet. Yeah, I mean, you don't yet. Yeah, I mean, leave people alone. Uh, and then Nigel, fuck off. Saltburn, funny enough, the only thing I can think of is if the if a worm was right there and goes bad. Uh, and then Jacob uh, Order, he's cool as fuck. So yeah, um, yeah, he's don't he's gonna be doing really really well. But you know what? Yeah, you know what? Brandon ball. got it. Brandon got it. I believe in him. I believe in him. Here we go. I'm giving him the lights. I'm giving him the Like, that shit in the air. Give him some love. <laughs> How I does think, it feel? I think Brian gave you a lot of a bomb. I'm sorry. You know, you don't. You you think that one minute is long enough, and no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine twenty. Can't imagine. I just wish I just wish we could all hear the uh, the music and stuff fine, but never know. Yeah, that's nice. That's fine. That's nice. It's all good. Yeah, I like uh, it. it. But for the fans, everybody out there, you can still hear it. it's fine. So it was. Sabrina, it's I your turn. Everything. You waited till yeah. <laughs> you waited till last, Sabrina. How do you feel? Are you excited about this? Do you feel like there's a lot of competition tonight? Or are you feeling uh, good? You feeling good? I mean, everybody completed, which is uh, not super normal. So yeah, you know, great, great <laughs> job. Let's go for uh, a, a clean sweep, Sabrina. You got to sweep it. Come on, it's all, it all hinges on you. If we all get it, yeah. 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 I feel like I should fuck it up just on purpose, like because everyone else got it right. <laughs> I don't think you will. I don't think you can do that to yourself. Don't worry. I'm good. All right, I'm putting them in on the clock. Here we go, Sabrina. I takes in three, two, one. Takes. I actually did watch Minx and I really enjoyed it. I didn't watch the second season, but the first season was really fun. I'm kind of sad that it's canceled. Um, Bookie, I have not heard of, but again, Chuck Lorre, I mean, you make a show, you're, you're winning if you are on that show, honestly. Uh, Gerard Butler, I didn't watch any of the How to Train a Dragon, so I'm certainly not going to watch a live action one, but I guess good for him. Uh, Michael Bolton, man, I need some more Jack Sparrow and Lonely Island fucking collapse, so please get better soon. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, they broke up three times. They seem like, you know, that the guy just can't leave his ex girlfriend behind. They keep getting back together and breaking up, so we'll see what happens. I don't believe it. Christopher Nolan, fuck you. Poor sport on your Peloton, okay? Fuck off. Judd Apatow, I understand um, that there is like, it's, it's based on the source material of a doll. However, all of the material is original and not based on anything. So that's kind of weird to me. Uh, Cher, sorry, nice try. I mean, try to help your son, whatever. Um, that guy from fucking Dancing with the Stars, kindly fuck yourself. Saltburn, the only time I, I, I put it on, I walk by every time someone was naked or fucking. So, I mean, definitely rated X for sure. Um, and this Jacob Elord, I, I, Fuck I don't care. Um, everybody, son of a bitch. 
I, I, uh, I, I just say, Sabrina got it too. She got it too, everybody. Oh yeah. Woo! How's it feel? I'm gonna throw it. Woo! Okay. This is rigged. It's rigged, I tell you. I make my own fireworks. I don't think it's rigged. <laughs> I don't think it's rigged. I don't think it's rigged. I think you're jealous. You think it's rigged. It's not rigged. Sabrina, how do you feel, Sabrina? Does it feel good? <clears throat> not my best hot day, but I got through it. I'm giving up. So giving the lights. I do my own fireworks. I give the fat confetti still too. They can see it. They can hear it. I know we can't. I know. One day. One day. It feels good still. It feels good. You guys all did great. Good job, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, good job, everybody. It's like it's fun. Everybody actually got all the hot takes. Like I said before, it doesn't happen that often. I don't know if it's ever happened all the way. Has it ever happened all the way? I don't really know if it has. I think, it think Sabrina, one, has it? I don't. I think it did with Gr and Ron like a, a couple of Fridays ago. I think. I was here on a Monday. We uh we all got it too. We all did, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I, I try having a handful I was of with times. You, and I think it was Ron and someone else. Uh, and we it was the first time we actually all did it within a minute. Got it all, yeah. Yeah, Mike actually didn't. It's fuck rare. It up. It's rare. It's yeah. a rare beast, especially if there's it's four people. Rare. Usually, it's three people. Exactly. It's it's very rare when Mike doesn't. I mean, Mike Mike does really well though. Mike, 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 Mike has never gotten through once. He has never gotten through once. But it's hard to get to the end of that line because his jokes are so. He got, he's got too many jokes. <laughs> yeah. No, and also when Ryan jokes. goes hot takes, he goes um. Okay, uh, let's see. So Minx, and hmm, like you, you just wasted eight <laughs> seconds, bro. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of his move. This is not a Mike hate podcast. Let's <laughs> this is not Mike. We love you out there. This is not hate no, on Mike. He'll be back on Wednesday. Him. He'll be like, "Those are safe space, guys." I'm safe trying to space. give him a tip. Pro tip: start yeah. talking right away. Yeah. I think for every yeah, guest you have on, when Mike is here, he gets an additional minute, and then it'll be perfect. And there you go. That would be, be good that would be great if he does have funny jokes. Yes, yeah, he does have funny jokes. Brilliant. Yeah, I gave him more time last week. I think just to give him because I'm like, ah, whatever. Mike, the clock messed up. I like, just take it, have fun. But no, yeah, yeah, I, make it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's give still trying. Yeah, he's still he's still trying. He's still trying. Uh, but before we go into our our next segment, uh, Peppy just has one thing to say to the fans out there of Cruise Control. So Peps. Take it away, buddy. I know you were all excited about this. Tell, tell people what I want to know. Yo, player, if you enjoyed this video, please like and subscribe and hit the bell to be notified when we are live. And if you are able to join our Patreon, please join. Because the Pepstar needs more snickety snacks. Because I'm hungry. Holla back. Love y'all. Thanks, Peps. Thanks, man. He's just spreading the word all the time. Like Peppy's like my man. It's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta say this, you gotta say that, you gotta do all this stuff. So I just kind of let it happen. How, how dare they call him a soundboard? I just watched your dog talk. Yeah, that was perfectly yeah. great. Like there was nothing wrong. There was no soundboard yeah. involved. I saw his lips no. move. Yeah. yeah, it's very it's normal. It's coming from audio, you it's, know. It's in sync. It's very normal. It's very normal. Let Peppy be. Peppy is a good boy. He knows what he's doing. He gets, deserves treats. He gets all the treats. He deserves right. a snickety snack. Professional. He, Either, he does all the snickety snacks, but we got a lot to talk about today, everybody. And Keller's, again, Golden Globe stuff, a lot of big news going on today. So this is that time we have to get into it. Come on. All right, everybody. The very first thing, the discussion piece I want to talk about today is I want to talk about 
Star Trek for a second, because Star Trek Picard is actually moving forward as a feature film. Now, Patrick Stewart came forward and said this. He said he's actually getting the script very soon. He said, I heard only last night about a script that is being written with the actor Patrick to play in it. Of course, he's talking about himself. I think he's just having fun. I don't know. But it's I've been told to brilliant. expect it within a week or so. I know, right? <laughs> Here again, within a week or so, and I'm so excited because it sounds like the kind of project where the experimentation that I want to do will be essential for this kind of material. And again, he's been talking about this before when the last season of Picard came out. He said that was a fantastic. He didn't want the whole new X Generation crew in there, but they came back. It did so well. It was the biggest hit of all three seasons. And it left him wanting to do more. I think that's great. Again, some people might be against that, though, because, again, it was such a great ending for all of them. It wasn't any drama. It was big numbers, big finale. It actually brought everybody together again. And for that show to have that kind of finale, it's hard to hit hit that again. That lightning it won't be struck twice. Ended. You know, they didn't have it before. It was, it was final. It was it left it for his kid to be the next person, right? Yeah. So his kid can take over and be the next Picard so he could take over. And that's what even when he said, he goes, I don't want to do another one as just like us. It should be a continuation of the series and then my son yeah. can be that person. So I hope that's what it is. Yeah, I think it, it will be. It the movie to lead part of it. the son. Hell yeah. But Kate Jacob, what do you think? Since you're, since you're getting in here, what do you think? Are you excited about this premise? Do you think this should happen? Yeah. Or do you think that like, you know, maybe this might hurt the, the franchise? Yeah, I apologize. My ADD takes over when it comes to Star Trek. I fucking love Star Trek. Uh, we've we've had this moment before. Um, I think it's yeah, brilliant. It's and the third season was great because I'm not going to lie. The first season was amazing. The second season kind of had me a little bored. Uh, but then when they did the third season with all the nods and like the character development and showing like not just showing us the next generation cast, but what the fuck they have all been up to in the last 30 fucking years was so cool to see. Uh, I mean, even Will Wheaton had a small little cameo. And it was like, oh, little Will. <laughs> but like it was so cool how they played everything out um and then they ended it and i was like wait this is it they're gonna end the show but like you gave me this open ended ending with his son so i'm like oh, okay i guess it's gonna follow him now so keep calling the series picard he's a picard we know this now it's his son uh this movie that you do i'm absolutely here for it, especially if you take it in the direction of this movie continues the series so this is gonna set everyone up to be like all right here's the last little nods to the next gen folks here's for all the fans out there now you're going to see the next Picard take over and be just like Jean-Luc because Jean-Luc is amazing. He's not my captain, though. I'll always be a Captain Sisko, but Jean-Luc Picard is wonderful. He's not my captain. He's not my captain. Hey, Sisko my, my captain. captain. D Space captain. Nine my all day. Oh, D Captain, my captain. Day. Not my Leave person. him alone. But look, it's not, it's, it's not fair competition for Picard because just a little side rant here. Uh, Cisco was part God, so I, it's understandable that Jean-Luc Picard can't compete to that. But damn it if he doesn't stand up strong against it. Just saying. Hey, he, he is a God. And, and you're right. They're continuing the story, though, and you have about his son. It is still Picard. It still I works. Honestly, I had such a fun time last season, K. Jacob, that I thought that this would be good to see more. And I think that Patrick Stewart had enough fun where more. he's like – I can just keep going. So, like, why not, right? Do a movie. He he suggested this months ago. Why not? Brandon, what do you think? Do you agree upon this? Think this should be something happening? Have you did you watch Picard at all? Do you think this yeah. is good for Patrick Stewart to be moving forward with a movie version of it? Or do you think again this could maybe be a legacy breaker for him? Honestly, I agree with everything Jacob said. Like, yeah, uh, first season was was great. Second season, I also thought it was a little boring. And third season, yeah, it was super fantastic. And uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think this is what Star Wars should have done. Uh, uh, this kind of storyline <laughs> and this bringing of the original and, uh, uh, and and finding out what has happened. Uh, yeah, honestly, it was super, super fun. 
but I don't have like I, I don't have too much of the 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 kind of the universe of uh, Star Wars and like uh, and and Star Trek, but like uh, I enjoyed watching them grow up uh, when I was uh, when when I was growing up. But I just and so I'm fantastic to and excited to see his son take over the role, um, and I kind of like that kind of way of of like putting it forward into the next generation, uh, right. but giving us an opinion on it and like uh, before it happens rather than it just suddenly like drops in in your face and you're like, it wasn't a really great match, but okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, I liked it. Right. I'm yeah, not big uh, on nepotism, do... but I love that it's Picard nepotism. That, that'll be fine. That, that works for me. The only nepotism. <laughs> that is the okay. only nepotism. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, like, it's not his real son, though. You know what I mean? It's like his real son and real hey, life. Real like, yeah. You're a dad. You're a dad. Okay, I speak from truth. All right, if you're a dad, it doesn't matter. matter. Who raised that boy after not seeing him for 30 years? But he raised that boy. He's he raised really, that boy. It's like, like the Kurt Russell and, you know, when that went to culture dynamic. I mean, it's not, it's not that. That's all, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. Rachel, you hear about this. I know you're not a big Trekkie, right? So yeah. what do you think? Do you think this is even worthwhile for someone at his age? Like Patrick Stewart, again, he has limited performances left in him, right? Limited at this point. Mm-hmm. He, he went from Shakespeare to Star Trek. And he never won it before. It became a big part of his career. Do you think it makes sense after he had this great send-off to do another one? Or should, with his limited time, do something else? Um, I think if Sir Patrick Stewart wants to do it, he should go for it. Um, He is one of the most respected actors in Hollywood, and he has had a very illustrious career. Um, While it may not be my flavor of nerd, if the Star Trek people are happy for this and Sir Patrick Stewart's happy for it, go for it. Absolutely. Why not do it? It'll sell a bunch of stuff. It'll make a bunch of money. (laughs) Probably. And the last one. And the last one didn't make a lot of money. Do you see like this going further than one more movie though? Do you think it'd be like one and done or do you think they'd try to go further with this? Um, I think they should end it while they have the opportunity to end it. Because like you mentioned, uh, the man's got a limited amount of time left on this mortal coil. I hate to say that, right? So, but... um, Maybe as sad as that, a thought that is. And, and he may want to retire before he leaves the moral coil. He may want to stop working at some point. So I think it's better yeah. to kind of wrap everything up while you have the willingness of the actor and have the willingness of the fans and just kind of let it have some closure. Yeah. This might be a good way. Maybe they maybe they kind of they did kind of leave it open, like Kay Jacob was saying too. So maybe this would be some way for them to just be done, wrap it up, wrap it up, mm-hmm. wrap it up, and give them maybe a final story that he's had an idea for. And Picard wasn't supposed to happen anyways, but they came to him with this great idea, and they had three stories, three seasons, and they hook lined him in, and he did another season or three seasons of this. So it must be a great script, Sabrina. I know you're not a big Trekkie either, not a big not a big person that loves the uh, the and engage, you know. Nope. But do you think that Patrick Stewart? Can dive back in this one more time and do one more movie, or should he branch out and do other things? Because again, you know, Patrick Stewart, he's had a big career doing Star Trek stuff. Should he end his career still being, you know, Captain Picard? Uh, I mean, I think he'll end his career when he wants to end his career, and he's dropping bombs about being in Deadpool and still playing uh, Professor X, and you know, now he wants to do more Picard, and you know, like I don't, I, I'm with Rachel. Like, if Sir. Patrick fucking Stewart wants to do more shit. Let him do it. I don't care what it is. He can do whatever he wants. Congratulations to you, sir. You do what you want. You earned it. 
And uh, if you would mm-hmm. like to go out on set, I, I fucking salute you, sir. Whatever you want, you can have. You've earned it throughout this life. I can't say that about many people. Now, me personally, Brian, by the way, I meant to say this before I started. Great gifts and pictures. Very, 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 very entertaining. Um, whilst I was sitting here watching other people talk, I was laughing my ass off. So good job. Um, also, uh, also, yeah, I don't I don't watch. I've, I've not watched one Star Trek thing ever once in my life. So I can't really weigh in on, on quality or quantity or anything like that. But, you know, I, I, I weigh in on him to you, sir. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, to Patrick Stewart. Like, I think he's he has kicked ass for a long time. And I think if he does want to keep doing it, again, you're right, let him do it. And the last one was fun. Last season was fun. I agree with Brandon, too. The second season was a little, eh, it was all right. A little dull. Quick question. Uh, was that the musical that I had heard whilst... Uh... No, that that was Star Trek um, uh, Strange New Worlds. Uh, okay, that, well, that can fuck that, itself. The best one. They had the best episode? one. The uh, the Klingon the Klingon like musical part made me laugh so hard. I'm not gonna lie. I literally wanted to Klingons jump off the bridge. Like I was like, if this doesn't stop, I will kill myself immediately with any sharp object. Rapping Klingons. I can find. If, if any show goes long enough, there is bound to be a musical episode. Yep. It happens all the time. You know, I'm down for it. Why not? Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it sucks. I'm just saying. Uh, and they, I thought it was an all right episode. I thought it was fun, the musical version, but you know, Spring, don't be a hater on that. Don't be a hater. They, they did a great job. They had fun. And Stranger Worlds, like, 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 Kate Jacobs saying, I think it was one of the best ones they've done. I like it a lot. But no, I just mean that series. Too, is the was best a lot of fun. Series. He's saying yeah. he wants to do more. It's happening, everybody. The script's coming. It's just a matter Woo! of time until we actually have shoot days and stuff announced. But Patrick Stewart's on board and he's very excited about it. I'd let him fuck a grave, Zach, all day if that's what he wanted. If he was in character, sir, really needed to get in there, sir, Patrick. Stewart. Yeah, Sir Patrick Stewart can fuck any grave he wants to fuck. I mean, I feel that. like that's more and appropriate than uh, than the kid doing it. What's his name? Little little, name P, little P. Little P. Little P. Little P. No, it's like Donnie. So, oh, fuck it. This is Donnie so shitty. I, I know. Some of the K. The guy from Sober. No one knows his name? He was I can't in his uh, name, tell me. Banshees of Insurance. He's, he's a great actor. Which one? The Star Swallower or the Grave Fucker? He was the Grave Fucker. The Grave Fucker. <laughs> oh, are we talking about Barry Kerrigan? That's their name. Yep, there you go. Nailed it. Sorry. I'm so sorry. That was just, I'm so, so sorry. I didn't know his name. Uh, I, I thought you were talking about, I thought you were about Picard's kid. I can't think of his name. I, I'm like, I can't think of that. I play his name, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's happening, buddy. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Just so we're clear. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. But you know what? Also, is I would say, a box office sensation is Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift's back yeah, in the news again. The and this is one of those things that I had to talk about because I saw this in New York Times, everybody. Coming with a 5,000 word opinion piece about Tay Swift herself and coming in a little bit hot about her career and what she's doing and what she means and what she wants and who she is and, and talking about her sexuality and what her songs mean. Now, this is, we talked about the show before. This has been something that people person. have said. I know, not the first person, but the, for New York Times to have this opinion piece, it's kind of interesting. And I know that a lot of her team is very upset about this, but they're saying the same thing. Everyone else is saying that a lot of her songs throughout the years have hinted at her, you know, being a lesbian, you know, being, you know, she says she supports LGBTQ plus, and she's like very involved there. There's a safe place at her shows and they're putting all these pieces together and tying all these things together to make it be like, oh, this is how she's hiding. And to me, I'm like, I said it last Friday about Brittany, leave Taylor Swift alone. Just leave her alone. Like she's a sensation right now. And I get it. You're fucking, you gotta, you gotta find some trouble. Cause everyone's on my Taylor Swift and she's fucking making big money. She's a billionaire now. She's, she's like, hate. she's, she's, she's freaking dating somebody from Kansas city chiefs. I mean, she's dating Travis was named uh, Khalees or something like that. Khaleesi. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I can't pronounce names. What it is. Guys. Yeah, the show. 
Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Go the see the driver dropped off a package to her house and they thought they were dating. Like every time she takes a picture with someone walking by, they're like, she's dating that guy now. Well, that's the whole thing too. She was right. saying as well that, that she like started hanging out with her friends a lot of times because she was like, if I, if I if I hang out with all these guys, they're gonna say that we're you know uh, that I'm, I'm sleeping with this person, I'm sleeping with that person. That's what it is. So she's like, I'm just gonna not do that, and I'm just gonna hang out with my girlfriends, and it becomes a whole thing where they think that I'm just you know I'm a lesbian person, now. It doesn't change. She's still it's sleeping with whoever she's yeah. with. That's that's how they yeah, see she it. Yeah, she is. It's I mean it is it's just looking for hot gossip, and they're just trying to find some reason to talk about her. Okay, Rachel. Rachel, 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 Rachel. So you hear about this, your big taste with a fan. Do you think that this is a right for the New York Times to actually make this piece? It is an opinion piece. We've seen all those can go wrong. Look at the giant depth scenario. Was this right on time on you know New York Times to do this? Or should they have taken a second to think about what they're actually putting out there for clickbait? It is a lot of clickbait. Everything in the news is clickbait. I We're think clickbait. at the end of the day, for opinion pieces, especially of this nature, when you look at lyrical analysis, you look at the history of gay flagging, you look at the history, there's just too much to be a coincidence. It's not like there's one reference. It's not like there's, you know, something that could be misconstrued. Like, Girly Pop has had some very, very gay lyrics. And, like, is it up to any of us to say what her sexuality might be no but do i believe that that is a woman who has kissed other girls absolutely taylor swift um a lot of what her girls lyrics... haven't kissed other girls <laughs> straight girls um... well, no no everyone went to college <laughs> but uh <laughs> to, to the note of kind of what Jake was touching on earlier, um, that anytime she's photographed next to a man, it's all, oh, they're dating. Um, but like this woman was out on the town with Carly Kloss like every night for three fucking years, making out at concerts, writing songs yeah, about how she doesn't, how she wants to secret, her, secretly fuck her best friend who, it, it, like. <laughs> Rachel's like this is this is so obvious that hey, it's true. But like you can't why even... out a person. You can't out. That's not you, your you know, New York Times so shouldn't be out. Here, as a person, it's, it's... here's kind of my modern my look on the kind of modern necessity of coming out. I don't think anyone owes anyone else coming out. Um, I think so. that you can just live your life, live it out loud, and if people notice it, they notice it, and if they don't, they don't. Um, so that's kind of where, like, I don't feel like if she is queer, she needs to come out per se. I think she's already as out as she's ever going to be. Yeah. Listen to her music, writing right? blatantly yeah. gay songs is kind of like, and then writing songs be like, Hey, you guys aren't listening to my song lyrics. <laughs> like, this is a woman who has gone on interviews and said, I want you to dissect my lyrics. I want you to look into these things. I want yeah. you to look into the symbology of my music videos. Like she is guiding us to these answers like she's like and I, I believe it's hard for a woman in this industry to be fully out especially at the time that she was coming to popularity um if she had come out after like let's say if she'd come out during uh the original 1989 era 2014 that would have tanked her career 100 percent, because oh, she wouldn't she would have gotten a stigma against her. She would no longer have just been a pop artist. She would have been a gay artist. Yep. And that tends to kind of stigmatize and lessen the appeal and the demographics, especially where she started in country music. 
a lot of that demographic would no longer be interested in her as an artist or an individual. I can see that really happening. That we yep. still. It's really unfortunate that we still live in a world where those are things to consider, especially where she's touring internationally as well. She would lose a huge portion of an international audience by being blatantly and openly queer. Anybody who would so it's, anybody it's, uh, anybody who would do that to her for her coming out would do that to her for her support of the LGBTQ community to yep. begin with. Those people are yep. blanket fuckers, and they're going to persecute you for being as supportive as you are um, mm-hmm. of of the community, whether you are or not. Yeah. It, there's a certain shield of not being like if she walked down the red carpet with her girlfriend that would be a very different image than saying hey i support this group yeah i just like to say too as someone that comes from the 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 south and his group you know i worked at the radio station in the country music mm-hmm. world at that time she had not gone pop in fact right before i left the station she went pop so she was hugely celebrated in country music. And I think so many people forget that she started her career in the country music genre. Uh, and, and she was great. Even I, who am from the South, I don't care for country music or at least the watered down commercialized bullshit year on the TV because I don't want to fuck my tractor. But that's another story. Um, she was actually really talented. Hey, she had good sexy. music. And it was always a little poppy. That's and then her career took off with pop. So she walks this really fine line of still maintaining a certain group of fan base while having a brand new group of fan base. And so it's really, it's a really delicate line. Like Rachel was saying, you know, like she takes the chance of losing those fans. But you know what? If they really like her and they actually give a shit, they're not going to care if she's gay or not. They're going to be there to support her for her art, for her music, and what she's what she's doing. And if they're real fans, they already know she's. I'm not saying it, but possibly gay because just like listen to the music. (laughs) Like I'm an occasional listener, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that song's not about Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, you know, like it's not, and I'm pretty slow. So like, even for me, it's kind of blatantly obvious. Like I'm slow to pick up. Shit and I'm like, that's pretty, pretty obvious. She likes girls too. Like good for you, girl. Right. Yeah, we got something but, in common now. I like you more. Swifty. Keith, I'm here for it. Hey, Jacob, <laughs> but KJ, do you think that that's, you think it's okay for the New York times to post something like this though? Is it just like, like, you know, Rachel's saying like, it's pretty obvious, but do you think that there could be any kind of legal ramifications? Cause their team seems pretty pissed about this. Honestly, their team is only pissed. Uh, my opinion is that Swift's team is only pissed about this because, as their P- as her PR managers, they're worried of her losing that, you know, redneck fan base. That's like, oh God, how dare she be gay? You know, it's that's not that's not that's all they care is that it, New York. You can't be telling her fans that she might be gay. Like, do you know what it means to possibly be gay and have a country singing ba- fan base? It's it's a dissonance in that world, but. There are a lot of people now in the country music fan base who are openly gay, who are amazing musicians. I love Orville Peck, highly recommend him as an artist, uh, that are changing that viewpoint and being like, hey, we're not all assholes. We actually like to sing about our home, where we come from, mm-hmm. and not that Jason Aldean bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. we're real country people. And yeah, I like that they're changing that, but you can't force that. You know, you can't force Taylor Swift to do that. It, it needs to be mm-hmm. on her terms for her to come out and do it. So yeah. it's one of those things where, like, if the New York Times stated that this is their opinion, I don't see an issue with it. But if they're saying and quoting something that she didn't say, but saying it came from her, that's mm-hmm. fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah. That that becomes liable. Like, uh, I think it becomes like a gray area right here. I, I think I get it. Like they're just trying to put the pieces together. But again, like the, the whole thing happened with Billie Eilish recently where they just kind of like variety just kind of said, oh, yeah, she's put out that she's gay. She's like, I just didn't say, I guess, I guess everybody knows. So I think it's people's own, you know, way of doing it. 
here's the other thing about this article is Rolling Stone put out an article very similar to this last year. Like six oh, really? months ago, Rolling Stone put out an article that was speculative about her potential sexuality. So, like, this isn't a new it conversation for a very long time. I, yeah. if, if I could say something personally for Get me, in there, like, New York, the people forget that New York Times is actually a subscription. You pay a subscription for the New York Times. Mm. So, it, it, I think we as I, I think we as people, it's kind of interesting that we would pay money to read an article that is basically just an opinion piece about a person that just has their own ideas. She is her. Don't whip up the carpet from out from under her in 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 some way uh, uh, or form and just say, okay, well, this is what we think, but don't give that person the ability to say, hey, I want. Uh, I, I, I want the floor to be able to do that when I can and when I want to, or if not, it shouldn't really matter to me. Like uh, the, we, we dive deep into these people's lives so hard that it doesn't like matter. Like it, it doesn't give to the person the ability. It doesn't give, uh, uh, or, or just in general, like look, the privacy part of it. Uh, like you said, uh, every single man that she's ever uh, been pictured with, she's taken a picture and then, and you know, I was like, oh, is she possibly dating this person? It's like, well, now here comes the other side. Any woman that she's going to be with is going to be pictured and plastered with that as well. It's just, I personally feel that uh, we as people just need to kind of just step back and not care that much. Like she, she is her own person. Like she really should just like she, uh, she has, should be the one to come out, not anyone else, not. And Rolling Stones is one thing. And I expect this 5,000 page or word piece to come out of like something from E or TMZ, not something that I pay for. That's the specific part that I'm mad against. It's like, I don't, I want to know what's the news in something that matters to me and not just something that's like, oh, well, <laughs> possibly, but we've yeah, done this kind of research. And I'm like, okay, great. Great. <laughs> Thanks for wasting my money, kind of thing. Like, right. don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't. And they're, they're right. They're getting like what's like five bucks a month or six bucks a month, and then they're like, oh, and then they're just like feeding stuff in there. And again, opinions again. Yeah. Everyone has that. Just like like I remember growing up, everyone's like, yeah, everyone has opinions, just like they have an asshole, you know. So I mean, so everyone has one. I mean, that's what we do here. Where it's the show, we're opinion based too. So we're we're here guilty as you know, but also like, <laughs> but, but we're not the New York Times doing. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Again, what were you saying, Brandon? I was gonna say, did anyone watch the Cat Williams on Club Shay Shay? Mm-mm. Did anyone know? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I, I actually really like him. I'm surprised I haven't seen it, but he, I haven't. It, he said He's... one thing about specifically about uh, about uh, Kanye, uh, and uh, he was asked just like, "What do you feel about Kanye?" And he's like, "I think we're pretty awful people when we shine a spotlight on mental health, and then we just say, okay, let's watch what he does.' Right? Because we're we're under we're we know that he's not up here. You know, he's he doesn't have everything and he's lost his goddamn just like, mind. Yeah. We, we just we don't care we want to know what he does and we want to say it's like no i don't agree with anything he says but at the same time i can't villainize or support kanye because i don't know what we want from him and it's like i don't know what we want from taylor swift if we yeah. Yeah. you know want so much of this information and this deep dive of like her songs her her art and stuff those songs and art came from her soul so if like that soul is partially, you know, 
open or actual, that's up to her. So I think, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of like pushing too much on like the step back. It's like, no, we don't need this much. We don't need. No, this you're much. just speaking common uh, fucking sense. And yeah, that's yeah, exactly. what a lot of people miss out on. Yeah, Sabrina, uh, can you pop up nice. Edward Hyde's comment again? Yeah, that's nice. What was it? Oh, uh, someone's coming. Uh, yeah. I really wish I lived in this world. Yeah. I really wish that in the world 2024, people would not care about people's sexuality. But during just even the midst of this conversation, some of the comments section has not been respectful about the LGBT. We do not live in the time that we should. Um it's, it's disheartening to see that in the year 2024, 40 years after the peak of the AIDS crisis, when the topic of homosexuality comes up, people are making AIDS jokes. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. That's not acceptable. It's, we live in 2024. Move yeah. on. People are going to love who they love. People are going to have sex with who they have sex with. And mm-hmm. it's, unless you were involved in that situation, it's none of your goddamn business. God okay, damn well, again, right. Zach is a stand-up yeah. comedian, and that's what you're talking about. And he is a stand-up comedian. Comedians make jokes, and sometimes people don't like the jokes, and that is their choice to not like them. I didn't put the first one up. The second one I put up for a second, and it was an accident. Um, but he is a stand-up well, comedian. That wasn't against and- you comedians make jokes no i know but i i like him and a lot of times he makes very fun jokes that are not you know offensive to anyone so i just don't like it not not everyone likes it's, every joke he's a stand-up yeah. comedian I've said that a joking times. about an illness that killed millions of gay people in a conversation about gay people is not it also funny. killed a lot of there are some people and just not also yeah, i mean it's still it's still yeah. You know, it, it's in poor taste, but it's a joke. And he's a stand up oh, comedian. There are people in our chat. Lexi's uncle died from HIV. AIDS. I know. Well, she, I'm, I'm going to get and there. And that's in a not, second. that's not okay. Shit, yeah, it's, it's not okay to make those jokes. It's a lot. You're addressing something in the chat that was not up on screen that I clicked one up for a, literally a split second that no one could have even read it and I put it right back down. So yeah. well, it was, I know it was you're more of a chat separately it and I understand that. Point no one's attacking him. She's living. making a point. Yeah. 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 I think she's making a point. I someone who's in the chat hating on people. He's a stand-up comedian and making a joke that you don't like. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I didn't stand But the point... I'm not, I didn't say his fucking name. So the point was yeah, that we live in a society. <laughs> we live in a right. society that does not accept gay people, was my point. Yeah, I don't we think don't live true. in the world we should. I, I mean, there's a, there's you a lot of hate out there in this conversation. As yeah. an openly Less. queer person who has experienced discrimination, we yeah. don't live in the society we should live in. But there still is a lot of hate, and it's very unfortunate. And I think that's why her team is trying to be like, get on top of this because people are assholes out there. This yep. just happens. You know, you can't, even if she is, if she isn't happy about coming forward to saying that, then she doesn't want this being a story that she's not able to control the narrative for. And I think that's what it is. Right. So, Sabrina, before we move on though, like, do you feel like there will be any problems for, Taylor, for, for, for the Times, New York Times, or like, do you think that this is just a dumb opinion piece that just go away? Because it's the same kind of shit we've seen before like 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 rachel was saying with the uh with rolling stone uh, i mean an opinion piece is just that it's an opinion piece so um you know unfortunately i don't think there's really very much trouble that anyone can get into for for speaking their opinion is you know free speech bullshit yeah. um uh, that being said i 100 percent agree with the fact that it's no one's fucking business who she's fucking like literally no one's business yeah. she can do whatever she wants she can have, be with girls, be with guys, be with whoever. She can have stage relationships, whatever the situation is. You know what I mean? Like, it is what yeah. it is. 
um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's not anyone's business. And I, Edward and Queen, thank you uh, for supporting uh, Zach in the chat. Not, not that I'm trying to make a Team Zach situation, but he's just, ma- you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anyone ever. And I am, I am bisexual. I am very pro uh, LGBTQ. I've, I'm very open about it on the show. Um, and I think that it is stupid that we are in, you know, the year 2024 and that this young woman doesn't feel comfortable saying who she really is, if that's who she really is. You know, and like the thing is with her too, she specifically like has her fans like look for clues in her albums. They have this little Easter egg things and people like, there's like whole like blogs and chats like, oh, she's going to wear this dress on this day on this album. I mean, it's insane what these people do. And they're right 90% of the time, which is really fucking nuts. Um, So I, I think that she's inviting people to discover her in that way. I know her parents are very conservative. um, So I think that's probably part of it. If, 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 that's you know her her thing is maybe she doesn't want to upset her parents. I think though fan base wise, especially with how she is now, how successful she is currently, like I don't, I mean I, I don't understand how she would lose a person. And if she did, there's bazillions, so it doesn't matter, you know. And she like I mean look at um, Kim Petras and like Little Nas X and you know Troy Sivan, like all super successful people you know, that are part of the LGBTQ community. And, you know, even back in the day, like Janis Joplin, Joplin was bisexual, fucking Freddie Mercury. Like, you know, there was, it's, it's, there's something to owning it. And that's a person's choice. If you don't want to do that and, and you, you, it, your choice is to live your life how you want to. And if people want to come and dissect you and fuck with you, that's, that's on them, you know, and, and she's just going to take the high road and not say anything until she wants to say it. And that's her fucking prerogative. It's nobody else's business yeah. what she does, honestly. But because yeah. she is in such a bright spotlight and so fucking popular, you know what I mean? Like people are just like they, they flock around it. They watch her. They're trying to fucking figure something out. They're trying to be the first person to break something, you know, and, and it's really sad that when you yeah. are that famous popular um a hundred percent edward hyde um yeah that, great that great comment you under a microscope like that it's really unfortunate you know what i mean um but it is what it is and there are a million people rachel to your point um and to lexi's point in the chat like i understand um that there are things that are sensitive and i understand that in 2024 where no one should be judged for who they're sleeping with or who they like or how they live um, or what color they are or what sex they are. Like it, there's, there should be none of that at this point, but yeah. unfortunately it does still exist. And in some areas much more heavily than others, you know, and there's, there is some, like there, a lot of progress has been made. And then like, it's like, you know, two steps forward, two steps back. So, um, it's, it's really unfortunate that we're even having this conversation in, in January of 2024. It really is. It, it really is. I, I, and Sabrina, she might get married to Travis Khaleesi pretty soon, too. So you never even know, you know? Khaleesi? It might be happening tomorrow, for all I know. It might be a Christmas miracle. It's a New Year's miracle. It's a, a baby is born. I don't know. A baby's born. I think she's born. get married. I think she's just trying to do her fucking tour, put out her fucking music, and live her fucking life. Let her go yeah, to a cheese game. Run. Let her hang out with her fucking friends. She seems, who she seems like she likes this guy bisexual queen from cruise control the most bisexual show on youtube it sure is 
Sure. Just get in there. Just get in there, Tay Tay. Get in there, Tay Tay. Have a good time. But Tay Tay is in the news again. And I got to say, leave her alone. Leave her alone. New York Times, who are you with your subscription base? Leave her alone. New York Times, yeah. shocking. Like, it's, it's a very reputable that's, fucking. That's, that's kind of that's fucked what up. I'm that's saying. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they're not going to get in trouble because it's an opinion piece. As long as they call I mean, it no a I mean, look at Amber Heard. Yeah, we had this really great thing, and I don't think anyone reads magazines anymore anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, but people have – they might not read magazines. People do pay attention to the news the every day. The newspaper, and, the New Yorker, and the some, magazine. Well, yeah, I'm uh, just saying. No one reads the papers people pay attention anymore to it. People pay attention to it. This paper you speak You got to be careful what you say. You got to worry about opinion pieces. You got to worry about relationships. Look at Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, how that worked out. And somebody else that was like big in the limelight too that's worried about fucking relationships and worried about his career everything else is Jonathan Majors. And Jonathan Majors is back in the news, everybody, because Jonathan Majors now sat down with his very first interview since the whole trial, since he got convicted for sexual assault. And he sat down with ABC and he said a lot of things. He said he was shocked. He was afraid when he heard the verdict. He was shocked and afraid. He was upset. He looked very upset. I, I get it. He you think that's how his girlfriend felt? Oh, I guess we'll that's in that relationship. Well, I have a relationship, but you know, he he seemed sincere. I will say he is an actor, but he seemed sincere. But he said that like there's some shit in this interview. It's like if you saw he said this in his text messages to her that he read in court, something similar. But he said, if you saw a black man chasing a woman like this, he'd be shot. That was one thing he said. Oh, uh, so why why is this? Why what? Like, how is this? Di- this is different. This is a totally different situation. He also said that the prosecutor, the prosecution, told him that he wouldn't take responsibility after this interview came out. He still is doubling down. He said he never touched her. He said he doesn't know how she got those injuries at all in the car. He was only injured the scratches on his face and his hand that was from her nails, but he was never injured or. She was never injured in the car, so he has no idea how she got those. He did say that he wishes he would never, you know, stay in the car, never have gotten the car, never try to put her back in the car. And uh, he says his career will come back. He hopes that this is God's path. And again, they, again, they've been said during the trial, he's very religious and he brought a Bible every day. But he said that this may be God's path for some reason, that God has him to have him go on this path so he can come back some way. And he's still with Megan Good. She was there during the interview, too. He's hoping for a second chance and he thinks he can be redeemed eventually. And he also agreed that he was suicidal. He said that he's been suicidal his whole life. Um, he said that he just deals with it now. He has. He goes to therapy and he fights it, but it's always there. And that's why in those text messages, he said that kind of thing because he thought about killing himself. But he's doing the work, he said. And he said that he hasn't seen his seven-year-old daughter since all this went down, too, which I didn't even know he had a seven-year-old daughter. I'm like, what? Um, but he was just pretty much like, this isn't why me. Why is he not I didn't seeing her? Is he, like, for, well, for what he, reason? He, he's not allowed to see her now because of the trial. He's being cut off by his ex-significant other to see his daughter because mm-hmm. of everything that went down with the trial. And so, unfortunately, he has not seen his daughter since everything happened. Um, but again, he said he's very happy Megan Good. He called her his uh, he called her his Coretta, which I think is kind of funny that he was trying to get um, – you know, her uh, Gracie to be like, you know, Martin Luther King's wife or Michelle Obama, you know what I mean? Like, and he's like, well, this is my, this is, this is her. Then she shouldn't, she still should have sacrificed more like I did to have a better relationship. But he also says a mistax relationship is a bad relationship. And I should have left a long time ago. That happens. But honestly, he still has never like said anything that it just seemed like 
they did this with, uh, with again with Amber Heard. The Amber Heard night, you know, but Amber Heard did the same thing. They brought you know interview, sit down interview. Didn't help her at all. Can this actually help his career? Will this actually make something change? Um, honestly, they has not been sentenced yet. That goes down in February. We'll find out what they actually say. I don't think he's, he's going to get a slap on the wrist. I think and go home. He's not going to go to jail. I think for a year. But I just don't know what this actually does besides him trying to rebuild his career. And again, ABC is owned by Disney who fired him, which is also weird. I'll just say that right now. Disney did this interview. So is Disney trying to, you know, help soften the blow of what happened with King to conquer him? So what do you think? You hear about this. Do you think that Jonathan Majors can be redeemed? Is he sincere? Is this real? Or do you think that this will do nothing for his career and, you know, people won't believe him and he's done? Uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's all relative. Uh, I, I personally don't believe him. Um, and, uh, I wouldn't give him his job back. Like, of course you're going to be remorseful. Of course you're going to do an interview. Of course you're going to try to get your million dollar career back. Like, honestly, you know what I mean? Of course, of course you're going to do that. Why wouldn't you're like, you know, you're losing a lot of money. And, uh, I don't like just the, the things, the facts that came out of the trial were very, uh, telling in my opinion. Um, and they found him guilty of whatever, two, two of four charges, right? So half the charges. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He was found guilty of and the other two he wasn't i think that was a very fair decision upon the jury's part i think they deliberated properly that you know they were in deliberation for a long time like i don't i don't think um you know i i don't know i don't i i don't think that um you know going going on tv and being like i'm so sorry for you know upsetting people and things and stuff and uh by the way if, if it were the other way around i would have been shot and also this woman's way better than that woman like, I mean, what kind of oh, argument? He, he, anyway? he didn't say that, that she's better than him. Yeah, right, she's definitely he, better. He insinuated it by saying what he said. Because he said that she was not good enough. Like, he wanted a Michelle Obama, and she was not a Michelle Obama. The, the woman who he assaulted. Yeah, was with. Yeah, right, but he? the girl he's with now, he's like, she is that person. So you're basically, without without specifically saying it, saying that, she was lesser and that this person is what she needs to be. And now you're in a healthy relationship because you're with someone who is a Michelle Obama type instead of a, whatever you want to call her. Like, and the, the suicide thing, I don't, I can't speak for whether he was suicidal or not. Men- mental health is a really serious, you know, uh, thing, but, but the fact that her ex killed himself seems like a pretty messed up thing to throw on someone after you assault them. So I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I personally, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will act again. I just don't think it's going to be like tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think he will have a career again. I think it's going to take some time. Again, this is misdemeanor offense. I think eventually a couple of years down the line, he'll be fine. Look at Kevin Spacey's coming back. So you just he, anybody can come back. Uh, Brandon, I don't think I don't think we talked about John the Major with you before. Were you a fan of his King the Conqueror? And do you think that Marvel did the right move here? And Wait. can he have a career again? Oh yeah, really, I mean, really, honestly. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, honest. Brandon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to stop you. What's that? But I don't, I just wanted to tell Queen really quickly that he had initially said with the ex with Megan. Is, what's her name? Not no Megan Good's the new one. Good. The, um, what's uh, her name? Grace Jabari. Thank you, Jabari. Um, he had said that she uh, wasn't like in their arguments in their texts. Like she was not a great enough woman for him, essentially. Yeah. So like he want he needed someone who was like a Michelle Obama. And like she wasn't good enough, so that that's why mm. that's why that came up in conversation. I'm so sorry, Brent. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mean to uh, no. uh, interrupt you. Carry on, totally sir. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Uh, I really think that honestly that um, yeah, uh, Marvel did good. 
uh, to let him go immediately. Um, he's going to be a hard one to replace. I think they might have to just try and change the whole entire MCU to begin with. But besides that, uh, if he did it, he should be, uh, you know, he should, you know, he did it and he should get punished for it. I think that uh, Megan Good's testimony actually kind of really helped him from not getting guilty, guilty, guilty on all four counts. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I can't speak for too much because, you know, like, <laughs> It's just, again, we look too much into these people. We really do. Um, and sometimes power gets to your head a little bit, and maybe you make mistakes. Uh, and should you pay for them? Absolutely. I kind of wanted uh, I mean, I didn't kind of, but like Warner Brothers should have got rid of Amber Heard immediately after that. So uh, what Disney and Marvel did? Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, do a full-term investigation. Find out what you know and let the evidence speak for itself. Uh, there's no, there's no right, wrong, unless there is uh, enough evidence to support that. And uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like, again, we shine out too much of a light onto these people. And sometimes yeah. that light gets into their head. And, uh, and if you do have mental health, again, uh, sometimes like shining a pedestal upon people that, you know, have, you know, not everything going up, uh, up like uh, it's, not good it's a recipe for disaster yeah, so, yeah that's my I, it's got to be you know again yeah you're right like sometimes people just change from things they lose themselves something that shit happens though too in the relationships and you we don't really know the inner workings of this besides what we saw yeah. so in the trial and we heard we didn't even see all the trials so i i just i think he'll have a career though i think it'll come back though around i think it, yeah. I think it will it just takes time yeah, I agree. I think he will. I think he is a great actor. He should definitely. I mean, he should reflect and change if that's what happened, if or, and or not, and just come back stronger from this. Let God do what He wants. Uh, if you know you believe that, and then you know He'll pay for the way. Yeah. I mean, do you think, uh, uh, Kate Jacob? I'm going to go Kate Jacob quickly. Uh, Kate Jacob, do you think that Jonathan Majors is? Um, because he does seem, if you see the interview, he does seem like he feels bad about it. Do you think he feels bad about everything? Do you think he's actually thinking about like maybe what went wrong in this relationship, or do you think he's that um, he is an actor? He is an actor. That's a thing. So, uh, do you think that Marvel yes, would ever forgive him? Difficulties. Uh, I was hoping when my when my shit came back to working, we'd be done with this. But uh, <laughs> I was watching that Jonathan Majors interview, and I was like, "Why am I watching this?" And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "Damn!" I saw him, you know start to tear up and I started to tear up and I was like, what a fucking shame that he was such a great actor that we're not going to see anymore. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be, he'll never be back to Marvel. I don't think. I right. No, that's it. He's a fucking actor. Like, come on that interview that there was nothing hard. That interview was the same as me seeing him walk into the fucking courthouse with a Bible. When the fuck did you find God? Like, where's your old time yeah. religion? What the fuck are you going on about, man? Like, you fucked up. You say, oh, yeah. well, you know, what I should have done different was I should have fucking left. Yeah, you should have fucking left. The signs were there. And no, I, she should have left. I get it. She should have left. Both of them should have fucking walked left away. The Everybody should have left. You're right. Listen, I can sit but, here and I can preach about that all goddamn day, but I've been in that situation. I understand when you're in a toxic relationship, sometimes it's difficult. But you got to fucking He was the abuser. Leave. She was the abused. She should have left. I'm not saying it's easy, and she she couldn't obviously. She was it's, definitely there are a lot of men. They both sort of walked away. Why people don't leave. And, and I'm oh, only going off of you know saying, John like, Majors' heartfelt he interview he was that the he one was giving, and that's what I'm going off of. It's well, I'm just yeah. I'm just speaking sarcastically on his point where he yeah. was talking about he should have walked away, and it's like yeah, you should have fucking walked away. 
instead of beating her up and yeah. all this other shit. And you're like, you ruined your fucking career, right. dude. And and I and I was joking because you. Uh, oh no. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, abu- abusers don't want to walk away because they want to abuse. So she, she, like, for you know, for him to say that is insulting to anyone who's ever been abused. Yeah, Rachel, what do you think though? You hear about this? Do you think that majors will have a career again? Will these interviews help his reputation? Uh, do you think this will help his healing process? Maybe. What do you think is going to happen? Any kind of ramifications from this? Or it'll be like the same thing as Amber Heard, where it's just like it happened, it's done, and we move on. Um, I would hope that he wouldn't have a career, um, because domestic violence is, is unacceptable entirely. Um, you don't, you don't do that. Um, I think if he, I think he will probably have a comeback at some point because we live in a society that doesn't give a shit about women. Um, so he will probably have a career, unfortunately. I don't think he should, but he needs to shut the fuck up if he wants to have a career at all. He needs to stop doing this press tour right now and just lay low for some time. And I think it's absolutely appalling that he's going to compare his significant others to uh, Michelle Obama and Loretta King. Um, and oh, therefore yeah. likening himself to Barack Obama and and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am 100% sure that Barack never hit Michelle. <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> And, and the thing is, too, it's like you're digging your grave deeper. And he didn't he didn't want to testify in the trial. He said he wouldn't testify because it was like this whole thing. He's like, oh, I testify. It's going to change the dynamic. Let, let, let the story tell itself. And then afterwards, you do this. You should just testify if you think that you're, this really matters at this point. But just at this point, right. just go away. You lost you lost the contract. You're supposed to make a lot of money off the next Marvel movies. Yeah. He was supposed to, make, he, I mean, he he was supposed to go from scale to the Million Dollar uh, Club, and now he lost all of it. So it's got to suck. Men, and maybe he's resentful for that. He's upset about it. But he, he you dig your own grave, unfortunately. Dig your own grave. Abusers and men in particular have this, who are in Hollywood, have this perception that they are invincible. He thought he was going to get away with this, 100%. It never occurred to him that he would suffer consequences. Uh, he even said he goes. There's, I, he was like, I was shocked this happened. But I'm like, are you shocked? Like, how are you shocked? Like, you just when you see evidence build up, and then the tech, they didn't even talk about in the interview about the stuff that happened in London. They talk about him throwing the candle, but that was it. And that happens. Like people freak out and like do something that that should has happened to people. But like when you start touching somebody else and hurting somebody else, and right. it, you know it amplifies up to something else, that means you just stay too long and it's something that you should not be in. And also like you let yourself get there. You gotta deal with that shit now. So. Jonathan Majors, unfortunately, if you ask me, I think he um, he screwed the pooch a lot of ways, and he'll take a long it's a long path back from that. Maybe he'll come back. How like you say, Rachel? He'll Maybe. probably come back. Look at look at Kevin's face again. You got Kevin Face is coming right. back. Look at, it, it won't be tomorrow. Uh, Man, what's Kevin's his name? Should come back, but yeah. Sean Penn. <laughs> Sean Penn beat the shit out of Madonna, and he still has a career. It happens. It, 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 and she was there, famous. A lot of domestic abuse. Wow, a lot yeah. of domestic abuse oh. happen. Damn. Oh. But John the Majors, the interview's out there. You can watch it right now. ABC is like, hey, everybody, check it out. And they had two parts. They broke it up. It was like six-minute parts. And I think there's like more coming. So I have the full thing out on uh, Paramount Plus, I think, tomorrow. Or is it, I don't know uh, why they're giving Paramount him a Plus. platform. I That's know. what I it's, don't understand. ABC fired ABC. ABC Disney, Disney fired like him. You mentioned. Yeah, they fired his ass. Why are you giving him a platform? That's a good no point. idea. 
That is a good no point, idea, actually. But they are. Anyways, everybody, it's odd. It's weird. The mouse <laughs> doesn't usually like that shit, but the mouse is letting it slide this time around. So get ready. John the Majors, more is coming. More information from him from the words of the man himself. And we'll find out next month what the verdict will be for his sentencing. And we'll report on that when it comes around. And uh, we're always here for that. But something I'm more excited about to talk about, because I don't think Jonathan Majors wished, I think he wishes he would have been here last night at the Golden Globes. But the Golden Globes went down last night. And we got to talk about it because there's a lot of stuff that I think might be a little controversial. Maybe it's not. But Barbenheimer, it seems like Oppenheimer won last night over Barbie. And I can't wait to ask Rachel about that. But that leads me to our feature story of the night. Come on. All right, everybody, I want to talk about the Golden Globes. And in case you didn't see it, I'm going to go through some of these very quickly. What happened, of course, there's a lot, a lot of awards that happened here. Best Picture, I mean, Best Picture Musical went to Poor Things. Best Picture actually went to Oppenheimer. Best Animated, The Boy and the Heron. I didn't hear about that, whatever. Uh, cinematic Box Office Achievement, you know, made the most money. Of course, Barbie got this. Uh, best Performance is a Male Drama. Killian Murphy fucking kills it all the time. Uh, there's also some stuff there. I'm, I'm guessing like uh, Bradley Cooper is probably like, what the fuck? Uh, but you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Lily Gladstone goes to the flower moon again for best female actor. That's awesome. Brilliant. Brilliant. Emma Stone for comedy. Poor things. You got Paul Giamatti for the holdovers. I kind of wish Nicholas Cage would have won that from uh, dream scenario. Cause I, I love Nick Cage yeah. friend of the show, fan of the show, the man of the show. Well, she would have got it, but we know what it is. It is Robert Down Jr. Of course, I'm happy for him to, for best male supporting, uh, Devine joy Randolph. She's fucking great too. Uh, good for her fucking for the holdovers. I haven't seen that, but I heard it's great as well. Uh, best director, Nolan, good old Christopher Nolan with the best director Hello. hanging out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, so much, but again, Greta Gerwig again. I'm guessing Rachel might be out. A lot of people are probably mad about that too. Best screenplay. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened here. I, of course, Barbie got best music. Of, uh, what was I made for? Best song. That was a great song. Made sense. In the movie worked really well. The TV Succession you got for best TV show. A lot of TV actors from Succession won. According to Kieran Culkin, who had some great. Uh, actually, had a fun thing where he was like, "I didn't think I'd ever be here again." But uh, you know, and honestly, it's, it, it was it was a fun it was fun to see. It. Here's a whole breakdown. I think I should read all of it of all the people that actually one uh overall i didn't think it was that stellar of a, of a night i mean i didn't think it was as entertaining or exciting i watched it i got bored at times uh some of the speeches were good uh again kelly murphy talking about chris Nolan not allowing chairs on set that was awesome because he doesn't um he was like there's no place for actors there's no place for anybody to sit man but he joked about it because he loves chris Nolan and they've had a huge path together and a lot of a lot of, a lot of upsets here but also like a lot of great things if you ask me so overall i think the grammy or the, the golden globes are fun but I like to see everybody else thought because there are some upsets if you ask me. And I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see. So let's go around the table right now and see what the Golden Globes. Big, big night for Hollywood. Of course, the Oscars are coming next. Uh, May, uh, May, uh, Jay May. Oh, it's gone. Uh, Sabrina, you saw the Golden Globes. Do you think that there's anything that stands out that's like controversial to you? Something that you were like, not right? Because again, like I think Oppenheimer got like five awards. They get the best of the whole night. Barbie only got a couple, but I mean, they're still, I, I thought it would get more, probably get more in the Oscars. And, um, it was very split night. Poor thing's got a lot of stuff too. What do you think about this? Was it good? Was it bad? Did it seem like, did, did they get it right? Did they get it right? Um, I mean, I, unfortunately I can't, I can't say if they got it right or not. Cause I haven't seen all the films. Um, so that's, you know, a little bit, uh, on me. Um, I think that, uh, I, that this anatomy of a fall is supposed to be spectacular. So, um, I hear it's a really amazing screenplay. I, I believe it's a French film. 
Um, and, and that one best screenplay, I think people were like really surprised and like not thrilled with that, which, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, what you were saying, um, the, uh, what was it? The uh, animated film, the boy and the hair. And it was, it's like, yeah. actually has like a powerhouse cast. It's like Dave Bautista, Christian Bale, uh, Willem Dafoe, um, uh, uh, Robert Pattinson, Florence Pugh. Um, like it's, it has a ton of yeah. people, Mark Campbell, Dan Stevens. Um, like I just, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of people were in that. And it's supposed to be really spectacular. I was kind of shocked that it, you know, beat out, uh, into the spider verse and like Mario, which also grossed a, a billion dollars. Um, I mean, I would have definitely gone with the, uh, spider verse situation or multiverse, uh, over the, over Across Mario, but like, I'm, just, I'm really surprised at that one, and I'm actually kind of glad that it did. Because um, again, I didn't see it, but I heard it's amazing. I, I know a lot of people have seen it. Um, but it's it's just hard to speak on things that you, you know, haven't seen. And I don't want to say that anyone didn't get what they deserved um, because I haven't seen all the movies. Um, that being said, uh, Poor Things also I'm very excited for. Um, I hear it's like very uh, spectacularly weird, and that Emma Stone does an amazing job, and I really love her. Um, so I. I I believe that that was a good choice. Um, yeah, again, going from people that I know have seen it, um, she she is she always does a just really really good job. So I think that that was um, a big thing. Killian Murphy also again always does a really good job. I you know I, I I believe that he probably deserved that as well. My my thing is like that you did not mention for me um, is uh, that. The bear swept like TV. I'm um, a bear did too. Yeah, like it, uh, uh, yeah, Jeremy yeah. Allen White one. Um, uh, what is her name? Uh, Frig. I, I can't. I can't pronounce it terribly. She played April in the in the. Uh, I owe. Like, uh, I do. Uh, I, I owe. Uh, uh, I do. Uh, like, you asked the wrong person. Yeah. I, I, know, I, know, I would love to pronounce her name properly, um, but you know she she also won. Um, also, the show won itself. You know, and Jeremy Allen White, I believe, won two years in a, a row for this. And he's up against Ted Lasso, you know, like Jason Sudeikis, like all, you know, like these, there is a lot of uh, shows in that. Competition. Category. So I feel like that one category, maybe, like I, I you could have flipped a coin and picked a winner of, of almost all, all of those, uh, all of that, that um, TV comedy slash musical situation. Because there, there's so many really, really good nominees in that category. Um, and I'm, I'm a little bit surprised at the Bears. Everything. I'm a fan of the show. I love that show. Um, I binge watched the second season. The first, like it's, it's, and he, Jeremy Allen White is spectacular. Uh, by the way, he did a, uh, I believe it's, I believe it's Calvin Klein. I'm not sure, but you could just Google underwear ad Jeremy Allen White. He broke the internet when this shit came out, like broke yeah. the yeah. fucking internet in his underwear. So apparently lip from uh, shameless has some real sex appeal going on for himself. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm an underwear. The salt burn cruise control episode. The salt burn cruise control. He's not in salt burn. Leave him <laughs> no, alone. How dare you? I'm just saying, I'm trying to put in uh, the, you know, the, the whole thing. Yeah. But I already got ripped for, uh, for, uh, uh, what's it, uh, what's it called? The hand, the, um, Iron Claw. Iron Claw. Yeah. Iron Claw. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. movie. I laughed and smiled for the first hour and I cried. And then you cried the rest of the time. Second hour. Unbelievable. It's got my boy, Zach Efron, the man. If you want to see, if you want to see Zach in underwear, you want to see, uh, James in underwear, go watch the iron claw. Those guys look excellent. You mean Jeremy? (laughs) It's so good. Jeremy, It's, it's, it's a good night though. It's a good night for cinema. I think overall, we're finally been waiting for a long time for these award shows to come back. So it's pretty exciting. Christopher Um, Nolan won an Oscar for best director or uh, won a golden globe for best director. Let's rein it in on the Peloton tenant situation, sir. How about that? Right. That's what I was saying. Bro, you just like, I made fun of my Peloton. 
Uh, Peloton game. You know what, too? It was it was a night of a. Uh, it wasn't like it was super impressive, but there was a ton of historical things. For example, uh, Cillian Murphy. He had been nominated before, but had never won. So this was his first uh, Golden Globe. And mm-hmm. uh, you guys know that I've been rating uh, Raven. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. I've been raving about Killers of the Flower Moon and how just amazing it is. Lily Gladstone is the first Native American woman, Native American actor, period, to win a Golden Globe. So she broke fucking history, and I was so happy to see that. Uh, Especially as someone who has a kid that's Native, he now sees representation. Once again, I'm I'm here for it. I love it. And it's well-deserved because if you guys have not watched that movie yet, I cannot recommend it enough. Like, look, I loved the wrestling movie The Iron Claw. But damn it, Killers of the Flower Moon is just unbelievably fucking good. Uh, all mm-hmm. around. Leo deserves a fucking Oscar for that shit. Like, uh, I mean, have their on. own like, I get to on screen. Yeah, I like money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, and it's, it's just, just beautiful story. So, like, super proud that she won. Um, Ricky, uh, Ricky Gervais, there was, yeah, like, Gervais. new, uh, there was new winning categories. And so someone asked in the comments, was Ricky Gervais hosting? He wasn't. It was Joe Coy. But Ricky Gervais yeah. won, uh, a new category they invented for oh, stand up, which yeah. is great that they're giving yeah. stand ups nods. So, yes. you know what, Zach, if you work on your material down the road, you might get one too, just like Ricky did last night, the first one. So, like, there's progress happening here. And it's awesome to see that. Like, like it's all around new things, people being recognized for their work, and like categories being created to accommodate these new positions. And I love seeing that. So yeah, it may not have been like super wow, but there mm-hmm. was a ton of historical things happening at the Globes. And you know what they say that the Globes is the front runner for like whatever happens here. You're gonna start seeing, you know, the, if you win the Globes, you tend to win the Oscars, you tend to win the Academy. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm all for it. I'm really excited to see how the Academy goes because even though Nolan swept the awards. There's still potential at the Oscars and the Academy to completely, you know, backfire Very different. and go straight Very to different. Barbie. If they put yep. Barbie in the appropriate category for screenplay, original <laughs> screenplay. Yeah. Maybe. That's my yeah. rant. I want to get that out in case my power dies on me again. I went to phone, guys, so I hope you can hear me well. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you coming back. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. I'm sorry. Brandon, anything stand out for you that was like exciting, uh, happy about stuff you hate about the Golden Globes or anything that you were like, oh, this makes sense. Of course, we again, the Barbenheimer thing was a big movement this year. Do you think that could like Kate Jacob said it could switch where Barbie could get the Oscars for things like what do you think about the Golden Globes? I think it's actually possible because uh, not many people. Uh, I don't even know if you guys know this, but this is the first year that the Golden Globes is owned by a different per- uh, production company. They, they're mm-hmm. actually owned by Dick Clark Productions. It's a subsidiary of Rolling Stones, actually. So this oh, is the right. first time with a new, new, uh, a new owner, new venue, and a new network, CBS. Right. Uh, so this is the first happening. time. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of stuff happening. So honestly, we're breaking new ground. Obviously, with new new people, new uh, categories. Uh, so it actually might be that this is the first year where we see kind of a difference, uh, where uh, this is more kind of a voted on by a poll uh then uh uh then you know the normal like the secret group and a secret meeting and uh of hollywood people uh yeah the jerk off handshake as uh, as we all know the circle jerk <laughs> life and then um uh yeah so uh who knows uh i think uh i think it's possible 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they had a lot of problems too, Brandon, before like Tom Cruise gave his golden globes back to, because they had a lot of problems before in the past. Yeah. So I think that because of that, like behind the scenes thing, people are just like, this needs to stop right now, which is great that it did. And it changed and right. CBS does one right now. It's awesome. Uh, yes, yep. Sabrina. Well, and what Brian said too, that new voting system, it made the wins, even though, you know, you don't always agree with it. It did make the wins feel more like, okay, I feel like people who saw this shit actually voted for it. Like, it doesn't feel yes. like a handout. Like, it feels like they actually won, if that makes sense. Like, it feels yeah. genuine. Unlike, you know, our actual elections, this felt genuine. Even though I don't <laughs> agree with the, the wins by Nolan, this felt genuine. So, like, whatever the Golden Globes did for the poll tallies, we should throw that shit in our election system. Get that shit yeah. going. <laughs> Bring back. Dismantle uh, the Electoral Sabrina. College. <laughs> uh, agreed. Um, uh, the Golden Globes are it was not rated great. Joe Coy apparently tanked as the host. Um, he was yeah. throwing the writers under people the bus him. during his monologue. He, he was. Like, he was. I wrote you people are laughing at, and the road just shit other people wrote you don't think is funny. Um, it was it was kind of kind of rough. I don't think it did very well like as a show. Um, but um, the uh, other thing I wanted to mention was no one mentioned beef. Beef, uh, Ali Wong, yeah, and, uh, yeah, they took fucking like also swept yeah. swept that category yep. as well. They did it was great. Ali Wong won, Stephen Yoon won, the show won. Um, also a great yeah. show. If anyone has, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's a, it's a really, really, it's really, a really great nice. show. So I just wanted it to mention that. For a loop, it's great. Can't do yep. a, a Golden Globes coverage and not mention, um, you know, one of one of the things that you know literally swept swept their category as well. So yeah, I mean, best Wait, female TV drama, Sarah. Snow. That's a great joke. That is a funny joke. Will Smith to come over and say, <laughs> bring in ratings. That would bring in well, ratings. Well, if they turned it off during the monologue because Joe Coy sucked so bad, then they wouldn't have even gotten to the slap. But it would have gotten <laughs> oh, a lot well, of YouTube. They made me giggle. <laughs> slap it's, him it's during the popular. monologue. Be like, you know what? This monologue just Jump up and sucks. slap Joe Coy. No. Be like, listen. Yeah. He, he even said, he goes, I got, he goes, I got found out two weeks ago I was doing this. I had no time. It's like, whatever. It's like, we're just doing our best. These people have months before they know they're going to be doing an award show. It's, it's, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It, I, he was, he was all right, but it, you know, I guess. The guy people last year didn't others. do great either. Gerard okay. Carmichael, he didn't do spectacular either. Like, yeah. I think they, like whoever said, we let's need, go back to Ricky Gervais. Bring it back. Yeah. Ricky Gervais every oh, time. Ricky like Gervais. hands down, Ricky Gervais every time. I can't. Hell, he was so good he won an award. They keep Rachel, how do you feel about the Golden Globes? Do you like the Golden Globes, um, Rachel? Are but- they good for their entertaining? Do you think that these awards are you upset about Barbie a little bit? How do you feel Barbie about the awards? Was robbed. Barbie was robbed. Margot she, Robbie they, is they a won. delight. Oh, she's a delight. Um, uh Ryan Gosling in particular was robbed. 100 yeah. percent because Who he was in a mixed category, category. Mm-hmm. he was in a mixed category with drama oh. and, and um comedy so he didn't like of course people are going to vote for oppenheimer over barbie in a mixed category because they want to feel pretentious go fuck <laughs> off um same thing yep. with best director nolan can fuck himself and his oh, peloton yeah. um, i just is a genius those are kind of my big feelings. Um, I think it's really interesting that Billie know. Eilish is 22 years old and won award from EGOTing. She's, all she needs is a Tony and she's got a fucking EGOT and she would be by far the youngest EGOT. Yeah. So yep. pff, great for her. Like she's fucking yeah. killing it. I love her. Um, that's amazing. That's an amazing accomplishment, especially for somebody so young. Not many people out there have three out of four awards for EGOTs, and she's especially at twenty-two. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so, I agree with the high too. Godzilla was definitely snubbed as well. Yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. I was about to yeah. Say the same thing. 
Godzilla. Uh, and, and I didn't see Godzilla. Like, there's a ton of excellent movies that came out. The Golden Globe only caters to the actual big studios. You you have the She's big right. studios. There was no A24 films. Where the fuck was the Iron Claw? That movie was oh, brilliant. That I cried on there. like a fucking baby for a whole hour. And the first mm-hmm. hour I, I was smiling and laughing. Like that movie I, moved me. So, I heard like, that a lot why, of why people cried during that. Not being showed, you know, why are they not being nominated? Because yeah. they're independent. Mm-hmm. Well, Dream they Scenario got nominated. All, uh, these award shows are all a, a racket anyway. It's all people going out and uh, mm-hmm. campaigning for themselves to win these damn awards. So it's... To put their movie out there. Yeah. It's a show. It's as it's worth it as any other award, which is kind of... <laughs> um, I'm glad that um, what was it called? The one with Pattinson in it, the animated one. Oh, Heron. Recognition as probably Hayao Miyazaki's last film. Yes. So that film is getting the the recognition it deserves. It's the Boy uh, and the Heron. So. Yeah. Boy and the Heron. Yeah. So that. I'm, I'm glad that's getting the recognition it deserves. Um, Barbie was robbed. Uh, Christopher Nolan can suck it. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> I still love Nolan, though. I know I, I love, you know, I love Greta, too. But I just think that it's going to be interesting to see how this plays into the Oscars. Yeah, she, she if, won over him, man, honestly. I feel like Absolutely. normally it switches. It does switch creative a lot from control, the Like creative control lines. Like, I mean, come on. Like, he won't let people sit in chairs. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's making shit out of nothing. Well, like, and well, he also, does, his story is based on, like, a true thing. Like, she... You know, again, Judd Apatow, it's the original screenplay, right? We're saying. Yeah. Well, um, every, right. everyone knows, too, you make a movie about World War II, you're winning. Right. It's World War II and whatever was happening during World yeah. War II, and you're going to fucking win. Yeah. Period. I'm just saying, Hashtag like, it, you know, it, I don't, I, directing wise, I mean, you, you have a lot of spectacular actors and a good script. You go and let them do their job. Like the Barbie yeah. thing was a lot like, you know, being like Ryan Gosling, you gonna have to do some weird ass shit and fucking come out of your normal self to do this part. Like she, I think she did a, a lot of hands on directing. Whereas Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan probably was like, let's do this 14,000 times. I'm gonna give you a few light notes. Um, maybe we do this, maybe we do that. And like, whatever, like it's not, I don't think there was much character development going on between that's, the director and the actor because he surrounded themselves. Really, that's Dude, not really Nolan style though. Nolan's very hands on. DiCaprio got snubbed. Yeah, no, yeah, he did, but, 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 well, but no one's I mean, very hands-on. DiCaprio's going to go home to his 22-year-old girlfriend, and he'll be fine. He's going to go home, and he's going to start working on Scorsese's next film, and that's going to be Jesus Christ. So uh, we'll talk about that probably next time we're on the show, but that's <laughs> happening as well. So anyways, I think the Golden Globe still, it's, it's, you know, it's just putting something out for the Oscars. It's the first step to that. And of course, a lot of these wars might go to the same people, but I think that things do change. And, uh, I don't think that Nolan should be super, I think he should be excited, but I don't think he should be like, I've got this in the bag because, you know, what is Barbie made for? That's the question. Probably to win an Oscar. I, I want saying. Billie Eilish to go do a, a Broadway musical now. Get that bitch oh, a Tony. Yeah. She might. She has to do it. She wants to be an EGOT. She got to do that shit. She yeah. well, right right doesn't have EGOT, to be in it. She could write it. So Billie, right yeah, now, the youngest Tony, EGOT musical, is 40. Right? Yeah. So she's got a good yeah. few years here to, to be the youngest Ew. EGOT. 18. Yeah. 
Yeah, all, the, all the years. She has all the but years. She's, she's got time to be. be the youngest EGOT. Yeah, so. she, she can make it happen. Yeah. Golden Globes, everybody. If you're watching, you love it, let us know. Comment. Give us some notes about what you think about the show. And uh, yeah, keep coming back. So we're having a great time. And I honestly think that it's fun to watch these award shows. But, you know, I, again, they are what they are. And I'm excited about the Oscars, and I'm excited for the people that won some great speeches, and I'm happy for them because, honestly, it's a lot of work everybody puts into set every day to make these productions for you, for the fans, for everybody out there to bring entertainment to life. And uh, it's great to get that recognized every once in a while. But also, hey, it's fun. Hollywood's fun. So that's all I got to say. Anyways, yeah. everybody, thanks for being here on Cruise Control. <laughs> Appreciate you, as always. Hope you had a great time as yeah, we do. Every day we're here in the show kicking some ass, having fun, talking about the news, and uh, having you know a few drinks on Fridays, maybe one or two during the week. It depends. It happens once in a while. But anyways, thank you for being here. Mr. K. Jacob, thank you as always for being here on Cruise Control Channel, IPA Sessions Podcast. You can find it all across on all the social media. Attach this feed right now and all the individual shorts. K. Jacob, thank you for being here. Hope you had a great time. And uh, hope you have a great New Year coming here, man. Can't wait to have you back to talk some more. Happy New Year. Thank you. Yeah, I love being here. All the time, uh, and thank you for the plug. Uh, IPA Sessions, we are on YouTube now. IPA Sessions podcast, go check it out. We have live video feed. I took your brilliant idea of doing a live show and just recorded on video and edited it so I look better. Um, but you can now <laughs> see all the amazing artists I interview, and you can watch them all. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, please check out my YouTube page. We are live on video. We just released a Christmas special. Uh, the new season starts in February. Nice. Check it out. Coming back Guys, for more. Really, really quick, if you're still watching, please, can you just throw a like up really quick if you're still here and you're still watching? And obviously, you didn't hate it. So please, please give us a little yeah. thumbs up in the YouTube. Yeah. Thank you. Love you. Appreciate you. And thank you, you didn't, give it a here. like anyway. Yeah, give it a like. <laughs> thank you, Brina. Appreciate you as always. Hope you had a great time. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, a very interesting show. A lot, lot of uh, topics. Um, as Zach yeah. had mentioned earlier, though, we missed the Cat Williams thing, so I said we'd cover that on Wednesday. So Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to cover it on Wednesday. I'm, I'm waiting to see more of how it develops, but there's a lot happening with that, too. That's coming up. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that some more. Thank you guys again. Again, hit the like if you can. Subscribe if you haven't. Really appreciate you and your support. The show would not be the same without you. Thank you, everyone. Bye, Queen. Bye, yeah. GR. Bye, Edward. Bye, Zach. Bye, Lexi. Bye, uh, anyone else who I missed. Um, there was another bye, bye, bye. someone I saw for a second, yeah, but I can't bye. remember your name. You're a new fellow. Good. Thank you to you as well. Hope you're still here. Hope you come back. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brandon, thank you for coming back to Cruise Control. Brandon Oldsberg, it's been a long time. Happy to see you again. It was so good to chat with you again. Thank you for being here on Cruise Control. Hope to have you back soon, man. Hope life keeps kicking ass for you. And uh, and yeah, come back anytime. Love seeing you. Love talking. Absolutely. Thank you. And uh, if, I may do a, if I may do a kind of a soft plug here, uh, check out um, yeah. Death and Other Details on Hulu on uh, January 16th. It was the last thing I did before uh, I finally uh, went on the, the big striker Rooney. So uh Definitely uh, check that out. It's a fantastic. I guarantee you will not guess who did it. Uh, but if you do, nice. uh, you're lying. So great. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> make, make sure if you, if you can send me kind of send me kind of links to it and I'll, I'll, I'll attach them to all the videos and stuff. So we get that cool. out there too. And we'll, we'll pitch Thank it for you. you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. We just got to keep spreading the love. You know, that's how it goes. I love it. I feel like Ms. I, I appreciate you back. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Rachel Blakely, thank you too for being on Cruise Control. As always, happy Monday. The uh, the Queen of Monday is back, everybody. And uh, we'll be back here next Monday doing some more. Thank you for being here, Rachel. It's been a great time. Appreciate Absolutely. you as always bringing in. And Barbie will do good. Barbie will still be with the oxygen. The oxygen I mean, just saying, she'll be fine. It better. <laughs> 
it Barbie <laughs> better do well at the Oscar. I I could not believe the I'm, snubs. Yeah. It, it, it nobody happened. liked That's nobody it. liked Oppenheimer. Anyone who I've like <laughs> talked to who watched Oppenheimer was like, Meh. yeah, well, yeah. Just because I, I it love, covers a tragic I, event doesn't I mean, mean it's <laughs> tragic. There's all these I, awards. I don't know. I, I just think that there's some uh, there's some to do with uh, the acting that people. Okay, is what I strive for. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. That's what I say. I'm waiting well, to see what happens in the Oscars. We'll have to wait and see because I think it's not going to be okay. as as clean the house as this was. We'll have to wait and see again. Time will tell. Uh, we'll know soon enough. So, anyways, thank you all for being here on Cruise Control. Appreciate you as always. I'm happy to have all the guests here, and I'm happy to chat about the news. It's fun. We're, we're monetizing. I'll say it one more time. Monetize. We got 1,137 Woo! subscribers. Appreciate you as cents. always for bringing bringing in. And we made like five bucks. Give it, you know, something like that. But <laughs> keep bringing in the love. Keep bringing it in. This is a new year. It's a new start. It's a new day for Cruise Control. And as you keep coming back and telling your friends to keep watching it and telling all your animal creatures out there in the world too, we get bigger and bigger and bigger and we can bring better and bigger shows to you as well and bigger and bigger guests. And I said, uh, I said on Friday, we're trying to figure out this week we might have the creators of the Mickey Mouse uh, Steamboat Willie horror movie spinoff coming. Talking with them, trying to schedule that. So it'll be this week or next week. We'll be talking to them about that. And uh, yeah, you'll see changes like that coming this year on Cruise Control. So thank you so much for being here. because of you joining us and subscribing. That makes this happen. But you got to keep spreading that word because we got to get to that million before you know it. Before uh, we want to do those plaques. We need to get there. We need to make it happen. We got to get to your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your grandmas, your grandmas, your grandpas, your grandpas, and all the grandparents of the whole world that had chinchilla babies that were morphed into baby marshmallows that became fucking squirrels and the squirrels ate the other squirrels and the squirrels found acorns in someone's ass and they became mutated mailmen the mailmen them too they subscribe when they subscribe the freaking the, the donkey chain on the street was like what's going on down here and then he read the donkey on the street the donkey had babies and babies subscribed because they always subscribed and all the grandparents told all the donkeys on there they subscribed every freaking woodland creature in the Austin Marshall and all the fucking animals in the whole world subscribe if they can do it you can do it catch dogs and animals and all bears and, and tigers and all them can do it and they can jump in your cabinets and shit in your cabinets and they, they can pee on your floors they will still subscribe so you guys subscribe to South the world right now subscribe to cruise control everybody as you do that We'll get bigger and bigger, bigger. We'll get there. Get there. He, all he the did other. all yes. that, and his hair did not move at all. Like it's <laughs> this, that's, that's a said. serious amount of hairspray. What he said. It's a lot of Trace May, friend of the show. Trace May. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Anyways, everybody, been a long show. Thank you for being here as always. Until Wednesday, though. See ya.